Well, we're very excited to have this special uh, edition announcement podcast, which is a, which is the first, and it is with our excellent MD James Cleave, who is the MD of the King's Cross venue. Um, James, wonderful to have you on the pod, and it's to talk about the fact that you have a show coming out uh, literally in a few days' time called "Oh Yes I Am." Um, we'd love to find out a little bit more about it, so Wemmick members can come and support you. But first, I have a question. So James, today is the first time I'm meeting you. Yay. Hello. Um, Hello. Before we start talking about the show, which I'm really excited to hear about, can you tell me how you got involved with uh, West End Musical Choir? I certainly can. I I was just trying to remember, as you asked that question, how many years I have been involved with them. And I, was it at least five or six, maybe. And um, I think it started off just covering for other MDs. So I think I've had the absolute joy of working with every choir in London at some point. And then over the last couple of years, I've settled into a King's Crossy kind of zone. And I've been there in both venues we've had in King's Cross recently. And I've also been working on your Disney rep over the last couple of years. So a couple of Christmases and um, the current one going on at the moment as well. Very cool. I can't believe that you just said five to six years. You must be the MD, James, that I've heard about and then have never actually seen yet because I haven't been to a rehearsal with you yet, but we will fix that soon. Maybe that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Clearly just been sort of like shadowing each other across yes. London from what I can work out. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you for that detail. Let's uh, delve into the uh, into the show. Yes. It's been quite a while in gestation, this show, about four years, I think. It's written by a guy called Mike Stocks and I, and he wrote the lyrics and the script. And we met at a composer's workshop that I'm part of in London, and we've been part of that for a while. I don't know if you remember, but there used to be a thing at the Iris Theatre, the Actors' Church in Covent Garden, there used to be the Xmas Factor competition, it was called. And you basically, you submit a song whatever you want to do about Christmas. And so Mike was like, right, I want to write one. And I want to write one about um, panto, pantomime, dames, especially. And, you know, do you want to do one? It's like, yeah, great. And so we we discovered it and we got some lyrics together and some music and found this character and submitted this song about um, this guy who's kind of in his dotage a little bit in his late 70s. And um, he's looking back on his life as a successful pantomime dame. So it's quite it's a reframing of that story as as a kind of backstory almost. Kind of a, a bit poignant, a bit bittersweet, and just about his his life as a pantomime dame. Turns out that the audience loved it because it's a it's like a kind of um X Factory thing and the, the audience vote uh, for the winning song and we won it. And we were both totally stonked by that. People were coming up to us going, yeah, we want to hear more about him. We want to, like, what's his backstory? Who is he? How did you come up with him? And so then we were like, right, well, we have to write the backstory. <laughs> We've got to write the show. And that's that's how it all began four years ago, 2018. 
this is the first I've heard of what the show is about. And that is just epic. And we love a panto in Wemmick. Shout out to the panto <laughs> crew. Yeah, we put on a, a pantomime over Zoom in 2020. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was so much fun. So we love a panto. So I'm, yeah, I think everybody's going to come watch basically. That's very exciting. I can't wait to see it myself. Please, please put that on again when I'm backpack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it's kind of, we did some research into it and I don't think there's ever really, I don't think there's ever been a musical about pantos kind of, it touches on many other things as well, but yeah, kind of pantomime and performance and theatre is at its heart and it's just really interesting to explore that uh, through the frame of this character what sort of happened obviously there's been a hiatus because of you know global events and everything and uh, we won't go into too much detail about that but what's happened with the creative process in the last few months as it were was did it pick up again in 2021 it was interesting so it it started out from that one song as a one person show initially because that's that's also like a really cool niche and a very difficult niche to explore. Um, and it wound its way through the next couple of years as this one-person show um, to the point where we had a script we liked. And we were like, uh, right, let's do a read-through over Zoom. Let's get um, – so we had a director called Susie McKenna, who is famous for her work at the Hackney Empire directing Pantos there. Uh, she's a director and an actor in her own right. And um, she directed a read-through for us on Zoom uh, with an actor called Tony Timberlake. And that's, you know, it's like a real, it's a real process performing, um, composing a show. So I think in terms of four years, it's actually quite quick because <laughs> each workshop you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just, each, I'm not getting on you. <laughs> yeah. It's like each workshop you do, each iteration of it, you learn more, right? And as soon as you get an actor involved, you learn an absolute ton more. So we did a a one-man version of it, quite like that, developed it. And then in April this year, we did, um, we tried a two-hand version of it because we began to realize uh, the the main actor is, you know, ideally cast in his very late 60s, early 70s, mid-70s. And, you know, an an hour and 15-minute one-person show, that's a big demand. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, okay, maybe maybe this this poor actor does need someone else with him and um started to spin in the idea of the second character and then we had a a really good read through in april this year which took us up to the next level and i think was a real spur of like okay we've got this two-hander script let's just get it on somewhere so we um approached the king's head uh and they really liked it and they were like yeah we can offer you these two nights in september and the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> Fantastic. We've um, we've actually just been doing a couple of episodes. Uh, Katie and Maxine went up to the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously there's a lot of sort of like um, that kind of spread of creative output from, you know, comedy to musicals to theatre and, and everything in between. Um, were you tempted at all to sort of take it to the Fringe or is it something you might think about doing in the future? Yes, we are sorely tempted. So these two nights from, you know, originally in our minds, I think they were like, well, we were kind of thinking, well, they could be, you know, kind of script in hand, a little kind of walk through kind of thing. And then the more we worked on it, the more we're like, no, we don't want that. We want like a full thing. It's a full performance. So although it's a a world premiere of it, um, 
it's you know still fairly embryonic as a show so there might be some changes following that following audience feedback you know um there always is i think you know sondheim was i don't think he ever felt like he finished any of his shows and like he was working on them for donkey's years um so i think we'll use these two nights as a kind of a further springboard if you like um onto more basically so we want to try a couple of longer runs tour it a bit take it to edinburgh possibly brighton dublin anywhere that's got a fringe festival essentially but we firmly believe it's got legs so these two nights coming up this week are a really exciting time for us to yeah and we put it in front of an audience and kind of see what happens yeah oh it'd be so cool if you did go to the edinburgh fringe because um maxine and i have plans <laughs> next time we're dragging ollie with us uh but yeah we plan <laughs> on going like every year basically um and going and just talking to as many people as possible and we would very gladly come and do that with you that would be amazing and we'll drag as many choir people with us as possible <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal up there mm-hmm. it's really yeah cool. i don't know how many fringes i've done but it's a lot and it's the energy up there is incredible yeah it really was it was very cool to experience. It was my first time this year. So, yeah, oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. Super <laughs> exciting. I uh, I went in 2005, um, which feels uh, like it is a while ago, but it feels like that too, just in <laughs> terms of, you know, who I am now versus who I was sort of finishing off uni. Um, I think it was almost too much for me. Uh, I, I, it wasn't in my wheelhouse. I was there with with a few friends who were uh, sort of like seeing some friends who were in shows and um, I really want to go back. So I'm quite willingly going to be dragged up there by the sounds <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's really, that's really interesting to hear. And I love the idea of this sort of the embryonic state of it. And then we were talking with Lauren Van Kempen, who we're going to be working with um, at Disney uh, when mm-hmm. we actually get on site. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a massive Sondheim um fan aficionado uh, we're going to try and have her back on the on the podcast to talk about that more yeah. but i do like the idea when you said when once you got an actor in you learn so much about what the play or the show is going to be and you get the feeling that sonheim can change uh with every actor who represents a certain character as well they just bring something to it so um as a creative process how did you find that with the uh, with your actor as it were actors Um, actors as now yeah Mm. delight so we put out a casting call for this in june-ish july i think we're like okay let's put it on spotlight see how many people apply we had 170 applications for it that's amazing (laughs) which is considering the sort of demographic of your character is 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 isn't it yeah so we there's um I'll tell you a bit more about the two characters. So the protagonist, um, Hector Hanley, our retired Panto Dame, as I say, is is playing age in the present day, is in his kind of late 70s. Um, so we were surprised even at the amount of of actors who could, you know, play that age approached us. The second um actor is a younger, a younger man. And we wanted that kind of energetic and visual uh can't think of the words disparity dichotomy balance vibrancy between the two ages um and obviously we've got a lot more uh, applications to that younger role just because many more younger actors but whittling like them down to those recalls was was tough 
And we've ended up with a superb cast um, of two. Our Hector is an actor called Kevin West, who uh, comes from an opera background. So he's done a whole ton of stuff with uh, Dolly Clark, Glyndebourne, Eno, you know, I think name an opera company and he's worked with them, I think. And it's quite meaty musically. I like, I write quite complex stuff, which I hope is accessible, but still fun to listen to. Um, I'm a big Sondheim aficionado too, and I think I get that from him. Noted. <laughs> um, That's yeah. going to be a fun conversation between yeah. you and Aaron coming up. <laughs> very, very. I think that so, could be the, yeah. the perfect link. Yep, great. Disney yeah. and Sondheim, perfect blend. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so he's he's kind of grabbing this 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 role in, in his teeth and like shaking it, and it's amazing to see. And our second actor is a, a younger guy in his 20s called Sam Denier who I think starting to specialize in multi-rolling. So our second character, our second actor, sorry, plays, I think, 16 different characters at the last count. Wow. So Sam is like rotating like this whirlwind around our protagonist, uh, playing characters both in the present day in the old people's home that Hector's in and also all the way back through his life story as he tells it. So it's a real kind of like, kind of meaty two-hander for uh, an older actor in his his 60s, 70s, and a younger actor who has to be able to, like, multi-role without stereotyping. You know, it's kind of... That's hard to do, I think. Finding kind of honesty and truth in all 16 of those characters, it's just been incredible to watch him do that. Really fun process. Does he use a lot of... Well, I mean, I assume liking Come From Away, for instance, if you're a swing... um, for lots of different characters, you really have to use the costumes and and props to help distinguish. I mean, is that hmm. something that he does with that or? No, no. <gasps> oh, wow. The beauty of it is, is it's, it's an intimate uh, show. The King's Head's an intimate venue, and I think it will always work its best at um, relatively smaller venues. So it's all in... Sam's acting and characterization and physical, facial, uh, vocal dexterity. That's Uh, amazing. So he has a couple of props. So the main characters he plays, he has like one prop to just Mm -hmm. kind of like go, okay, just, you know, check in. This is you at this point. Um, But for many of them, he doesn't have anything at all. So it's just like, he's like this kind of chameleon. (laughs) That is very very cool we are extremely lucky to have these two to just kind of workshop this uh show and perform it with us it's very exciting plenty of king's cross uh members and disney performers as well um know you and your musical direction but just uh for, for those who, who don't know you at all like what I, th- I guess just a little bit more detail about what you are doing uh leading this as it were just uh a, a selection of your tasks as it were yeah what, what is a what is a day in the life of you when it comes yes. to this production <laughs> when it comes to this production um well uh myself and my co-writer mike are co-producing it so we're co-funding it um that's not something i've ever done in a production before so there's kind of that hat on the kind of uh financial logistical side of that are you playing 16 roles well effectively <laughs> i kind of feel like i am yeah i was <laughs> assistant choreographer today 
choreographed a short routine at the end of one of the numbers. I've been a, a graphic designer with the help of my partner um, doing all of that, so kind of marketing side of it. And then in terms of rehearsal, um, obviously musical direction, we all know what that is. Um, and in terms of like just keeping the music where it needs to be, but also there's a big pastoral side to it. You're looking after two creative people who are working on your material. And then kind of side by side with that in the rehearsals, I'm still composing stuff as we go. So kind of like tying in with that thing, as soon as you get actors into it, you you realise stuff and you're like, yeah, that needs to go there. We need to change that and cut that. So it's not just having a perfect score to teach. It's all the kind of creative fun, to be honest, um, that goes into that as the composer as well. That's fascinating. I love it. It's um, <clears throat> it's really interesting hearing you talking about obviously such a sort of small venture at the moment, but sort of embryonic as well, and where it could go, and like thinking about other shows that must have been in the same sort of place at one point, um, mm. and just understanding mm. that. So now we're sending out all the material, obviously, in terms of where members can get tickets and so on. Where is the King's Head Theatre? Is it? The one in Angel, or am I thinking of something else? It's yeah, it is in Angel. Angel Islington, yes, okay. kind of equidistant between Angel Tube and Highbury and Islington, up at the top. Yeah, sort um, of upper street, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been there a few years ago now. That I remember. Yeah, because King's Head. Uh, there's a couple of them knocking around. Yeah, there, but... so King's Head Islington comes to that one. <laughs> it's yeah. um yes, yeah, I think it's been around for donkey's years. Mm. It's Theatre Pub. It's kind of recently expanded into lgbtq plus programming particularly um they've got a new creative director mark ravenhill who's a name that most people know a lot of people know um as a writer who's taken it over as an artistic director so he's kind of kind of pumped new life into it over the last uh, year or so so it's an exciting time to be there checking the details it is sunday the 11th of september at 5 p.m and then yep. monday the 12th of september at 8 45 p.m yeah that's it yeah this weekend excellent Brilliant. yeah we've got the link already sent out uh so it's an email but we'll uh, make sure that we put it on our social channels as well and uh we'll we'll be doing our we've just got our new social channels for the podcast uh which is really exciting as well so yeah looking forward to pushing it on there for you on on twitter and instagram oh that's fab like the support of wemc has been like unbelievable <laughs> and really very very overwhelming and very lovely so thank you so much i always enjoy my time with you and this is like an added bonus <laughs> <laughs> no we we very much appreciate everything you do for uh for king's cross and other venues and an initiative so it's great and to have you. we love our people on. so yes. yeah <laughs> i have one final question what are you most looking forward to for these couple of days of performances i'm most looking forward to the two audiences that will have seeing what's been going on in the rehearsal room for the last three weeks because i am so excited by it and i just cannot wait to just bring that to a room full of people um you just can't beat it like as soon as any performer will tell you as soon as that audience is there the whole thing ramps up to another level and it's um i absolutely love it i'm getting little shivers thinking about it so yeah sharing that sharing that that work is what i'm most excited about very very cool you've also completely reminded me of tick tick boom 
And <laughs> I mean, with the song time, but also just, you know, the development of a show and how that works and stuff. It's very, yeah. it's very Jonathan Larson there too. So yeah. um, amazing. Yeah. There's all sorts in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about it. And I hope that we have a good show from uh, WMC coming down to support you. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing where the journey goes from there. Yeah. for the fringe. Yes. <laughs> the fringe thank you all very much and uh thanks for having me on it's been grand thank you james set him off talking about the show now and i can't stop so, <laughs> it's, so it's entirely on me so katie katie normally fixes everything that i screw up so it's great well thanks again to james for coming on it's uh Really great to talk to him about his show and even if you listen to this after they have happened, I'm sure there's going to be more to hear about that story and it's just really interesting hearing what one of our favourite MDs does away from choir. And just another quick little plug, we've got our new dedicated social handles on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Wemmick Talks. So if you are on those channels and would like more information on the podcast, then that is the place to go. Excitingly, we also have new places for you to listen. So if you're currently listening to us on Spotify or on a Chrome extension, you can also hear us on Apple Podcasts. We've just been approved on there, which is very exciting. And uh, yeah, I think it's really going to be a fun addition to what we're doing and uh, help us speak to more people. So if you want to listen to us on Apple Podcast, you can do that straight through the app. Just look for Wemek Talks. Other than that, thanks very much. And uh, there'll be other episodes coming up very soon. Music.